Hello, everyone. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And welcome to a larger world. Presented by Page Turners, they were not my Star Wars podcast. Today, we're going to talk about lightsabers. And specifically, we are going to begin chronicling the lightsabers seen on screen in the Star Wars films. We're going to begin with the most famous lightsaber of all, the Skywalker lightsaber. Sometimes just called Luke's lightsaber. Which has a blue blade, or lilac, off blue. So let us begin at the beginning. Anakin Skywalker's original lightsaber was destroyed in the droid foundry on Geonosis in Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. He was then given another lightsaber during the Battle of Geonosis, which was destroyed by Count Dooku. Sometime, we still don't know when, after the Battle of Geonosis, and before the Battle of Christophsis, Anakin built a new lightsaber, which is then the Skywalker lightsaber. Anakin wielded that weapon throughout the Clone Wars. And if we were to chronicle all the deeds done with that lightsaber throughout the Clone Wars, we would be here for a long time. That is the lightsaber he carries throughout the entire Clone Wars series. From the Battle of Christosis, all the way to rushing off to rescue Chancellor Palpatine. All of that is covered in the Clone Wars series. So then we jump into Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Anakin carries that lightsaber all throughout the film. And it is his lightsaber when he becomes Darth Vader. It is the lightsaber with which he participates in the death of Mace Windu by cutting up Mace's hand. It's also the lightsaber he uses to slaughter many Jedi, including the children. And then goes to Mustafar and kills all the Separatist leaders. It is then the lightsaber he uses to fight 
Obi-Wan Kenobi. In a climactic duel, which results in Anakin's permanent maiming, the loss of his, let me think now, he lost his right arm in the battle with Count Dooku. In the fight with Obi-Wan, he loses his left arm and both his legs. This then, and also his uh, burning, results in him being put in the armor that we know today. But upon his defeat by Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan takes the lightsaber with him and leaves. And that is the end of the lightsaber in the possession of Anakin Skywalker. And this is where it begins a new journey. Okay, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue discussing the legacy of the Skywalker Sather. Okay, we are back. And now what? Well, we know the story. Obi-Wan holds on to that lightsaber for 19 years. Obi-Wan has his own saber. Luke's lightsaber, or Anakin's lightsaber, he stores away. Until he gives it to Luke in the, his hut in A New Hope. Now, Obi-Wan says a few things about your father wanted you to have this when you were old enough, but your uncle wouldn't allow it. He thought you would follow old Obi-Wan on some damn fool idealistic crusade like your father did. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally missed a line. Shame on me. He said, your uncle wanted you to, your father wanted you to have this when you're old enough, but your uncle wouldn't allow it. Actually, you know what? I think I may be quoting it correctly after all. There's another line somewhere in there, which I, which, uh, I'm going to have to go back and study because, uh, here I am, a huge Star Wars nerd, and I'm getting things misremembered. I think the line in there somewhere was, you know, he didn't hold with your father's ideals, thought he should have stayed here and not gotten involved. And I forget if that said before or after. Anyhow, we can look at this line on face value and say, well, that doesn't line up with what we see in the movies. Now, I don't know if the Obi-Wan series coming up will comment on that. But to me, I think it makes sense. I mean, clearly it's a case of the story was evolving until it, was, it all wasn't there. 
Like the whole the whole picture was not there. And the story always evolves. That's just how it goes. But if we look at it in the universe, I think that what we might see is that Obi-Wan might try to talk Uncle Owen and say, you know, look, this is this lightsaber belongs to Luke. I want him to have it. And Uncle Owen would be like, no way, Jose. And we might see a bit of that in the series because we know that we're going to see um, Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew. And I also imagine that it's possible, and go with me on this, that if Hayden Christensen is in the show and we get a flashback, but let's say we get a flashback. Let's say that, well, you know, it wouldn't, it might not really make sense because Anakin, Anakin was not aware that his, um, that his children had survived, his child. He, he was not aware that it was twins. Um, so in terms of Anakin being the one to say, I want my kid to have this. There, I did do a previous episode where I did discuss that. It would take a while for me to explain here, but I think to make a long story short, I don't know if the continuity will ever 100% line up. It doesn't bother me, but I think that uh, in the, all that makes sense to me is I imagine that Obi-Wan wants to give the lightsaber to Luke. But I wanted to say no. As for the thing about, you know, Anakin wanted Luke to have it? I don't know about that. I don't... I don't know if they ever will attempt to make that line up. And maybe they shouldn't, because sometimes it's better not to force the issue. Okay, long story short. It goes to Luke. Luke uses it throughout the original trilogy. Well, he loses it, of course, in The Empire Strikes Back. When his hand is cut off. The lightsaber does not fall out of Cloud City, according to the comics. It is recovered. If Cloud City has uh, odd ways. I haven't read the comic where that happens. So I don't know, but anyhow, it is found and eventually finds its way into the hands of Maz Kanata many, many years later. During the events of The Force Awakens, where it is then authored to Rey by Maz, Rey is called by the saber, she touches it, she sees several things. Not only does she have a vision of some of the past with that blade, 
you know, where it's been, but also where it goes with her destiny. As well as seeing what happened to Luke's Jedi Academy and things like that. So, Ray doesn't take it, but Finn takes it when the First Order attacks. Maz gives it to him. Uh, Finn uses it and carries it with him and uses it on Starkiller Days when facing down Kylo Ren. Finn, who has some you know, training in physical combat, melee combat, is stands against Kylo Ren and does and he does okay at first and then gets then gets beat and taken out of the fight. At this great moment, of course, Kylo Ren reaches out through the force to the lightsaber. And just as we think it's going to go toward him, it comes flying out of the snow, goes right past Kylo Ren's face into the hands of Rey. Rey then ignites the blade and takes on Kylo. Yet again, as I'm fond of pointing out to people, she isn't winning the fight at first. She's losing. In fact, she's doing a lot of running away from Kylo. And then, when it seems that she's losing, she calls into the Force. And the Force flows through her, giving her the strength to fight him back. Not her own strength, the strength of the Force. And then you add the dyad in there a little bit. So she defeats Kylo Ren, gives him a nasty scar, and then runs off with Chewie as Starkiller Base is exploding. Ray uses it throughout the sequel trilogy. You know, it's interesting that earlier in that fight, on Starkiller Base, Ben Solo, aka Kylo Ren, says, That lightsaber, it belongs to me. Interesting. Interesting. I think that that's an interesting statement to say why he feels it belongs to him. Um, and we could get into that. Suffice to say, maybe it's because it's a relic of Darth Vader. Let's remember that Anakin did use that lightsaber when he had become Darth Vader. He didn't become Darth Vader the moment he put the suit on. He became Darth Vader the moment he pledged himself to the Emperor. To Palpatine. Darth Sidious. And then uses that lightsaber for dark purposes. So I don't know. Because uh, Ben Solo would never have seen that lightsaber. 
that we know of. And so it's interesting that he demands it. Interesting to think about. There's a lot there. And I'm sure there's more than one right answer until we get the right answer. Okay. Ray holds on to that. But that lightsaber is then broken during our fight with Kylo Ren, or not with Kylo Ren, but an interesting situation in The Last Jedi when that lightsaber is used to kill Snoke and used by Rey in her epic team-up with Kylo Ren, aka Ben, to defeat the Praetorian Guard. After that, when it's clear that at that moment Kylo Ren will not accept the light side and will not decide to be good, they then have this epic tug of war tug of war over the lightsaber. In which it breaks in half. Ray later puts it back together as best she can and carries it through the Rise of Skywalker into our epic fight with um, Kylo Ren, with Ben. The fight which then leads Kylo Ren to reject Kylo Ren and become Ben Solo again. Um, then, of course, we get that epic epic force Skype, as people like to call it. Pass. A ray passing the blade through the force to Ben Solo. He finally gets it. He finally gets to wield it in a fight. With Ray wielding Leia's saber. And then, of course, Ray using both sabers to deflect Palpatine's force lightning back at him, hopefully ending Palpatine's life once and for all. Ray then buries both lightsabers at the Lars homestead on Tatooine, where Luke grew up. Now that she's built her own lightsaber, and that is the end for now of Anakin, Luke, and Ray's Skywalker blade. So that is the history of that. This isn't necessarily my favorite lightsaber. I do think it is the most important lightsaber to Star Wars. And also, in terms of mythology, is very much in keeping with things like Excalibur or Narsil, aka Andoril in Lord of the Rings. The, the blade that has a legacy to it. Also, when Obi-Wan gives it to Luke, it is very much the mythological motif of the old wise man 
giving a magic talisman or amulet to the hero an object that will aid the hero on his or her quest. So there are a lot of mythological elements tied up into this lightsaber. And the legacy of it and the storytelling of this blade as it goes throughout the great moments in the history of Star Wars make it perhaps the most important lightsaber in Star Wars. And one of the most important weapons in the history of cinema. In fact, not even weapons, but one of the most important objects in the history of cinema. Certainly one of the most iconic. So those are my thoughts. I just realized I don't have a replica of it. I know they make some really fancy, like, figures. Replicas or little statuettes of the lightsaber hilt. But I don't own one. I don't own one, and I sure wish I did. So those are my thoughts on the lightsaber blade. Sorry, the Skywalker lightsaber. Let me know what you think about this iconic weapon. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And thank you for tuning in. To a larger world presented by page turners they were not. My Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you.